This is Knowledge in Five from the Knowledge at Wharton Sirius XM radio show, hosted by Dan Loney. In late February 2015, the FCC voted for the Internet to be regulated as a public utility. I had the chance to speak with former FCC chair Reed Hunt about who the winners and losers are in this controversial landmark decision. I think citizens are winners. The basic idea that the common communications platform for humanity wouldn't in any way at all be subject to the government enforcing fair rules of the road, that's a, that's a libertarian idea that's way, way too extreme and unnecessary. And so the FCC said, look, we're just going to make sure that the Internet provides equal access for businesses and for people. That concept of fair play, which obviously does not uh, sit well in, in sometimes in business situations, it is about as basic a philosophy as I think we can really put forth here. Because, as you said, this is something that everybody, you, well, okay, not everybody, but 99.9% uh, of Americans use right now. Uh, that, you know, that's exactly right. And, you know, the idea that the common platform of communications and information exchange would be controlled by just a few companies, that, that's the counter idea. That's the idea that the FCC rejected. And I think if you see it that way, you can see that it's fundamentally an unpopular idea. Four million people emailed the FCC and said, that's an unpopular idea. Yeah. We would like to have elected representatives and their appointees at the FCC make sure that the Internet is free and open for everyone. The question is, though, do we expect that, that net neutrality will not be able to be put in play, at least in the short term, because of, of what certainly will be uh, challenges to this? Or, do we, or will it be able to be rolled out uh, fairly, fairly quickly? Uh, it'll be in play right away. Um, I don't think the lawyers for the gatekeepers will try to get an injunction to stop the order. Okay. I think that if they tried, they would lose. I think the Court of Appeals will stroke its chin and read the briefs and make a decision sometime in 2016. The interesting part is, is because if you were to be able to challenge and win this, it truly would uh, produce almost a monopoly. I mean, I understand it's not one business, like it wouldn't all be under Comcast or wouldn't all be under Time Warner, but it really would it would set up a monopoly. Well, in the special category of really, really high-speed Internet, more than 25 megs down, I believe that Comcast has a 50 to 60 percent national market share. I think that's right. So yep. that's a pretty big share. But look, the cable companies are in a great spot. Uh, they are the primary providers of access to the Internet for consumers and for small businesses. And their demand goes up and up and up, and they get to charge more and more and more. And so, you know, don't cry for me, Cable Tina. You know, there's <laughs> nothing wrong with their situation. You wrote an op-ed uh, in the Washington Post uh, where you said that, that really this ended up being a case of independence for the FCC. And, and part of that is uh, the, the, the concerns that some people from that side of the aisle say uh, is the fact that, that President Obama— 
jumped into this fight and, and really put his not only two cents, but probably about $2.30 into this situation. Well, for President Obama, uh, the medium was the message. He went on the Internet with a YouTube clip explaining yeah. that he thought anyone ought to be able to have access to things just like he was saying. And that fundamental idea that a a political figure in on the left wing or the right wing or the middle or anywhere in the political spectrum ought to be able to use the Internet to reach an audience, that's critical, too. Yeah. And this decision by the FCC facilitates that. For more information about Knowledge at Wharton, go to knowledge.wharton.upenn.edu.